0: Welcome to Maestros On Air, presented by the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Recorded at Maestros Cafe, located at the Brevard Central Library and Reference Center in beautiful Cocoa, Florida. Maestros On Air is a discussion of culture, news events, and life on the Space Coast and highlights the music. Concerts and personalities of the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Today's show features President of the Symphony Board, Eric Lee. Now, your host, SESO Director of Communications, Bill Trudeau.
1: Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Top of the morning to you, Bill. Eric, I'm excited. I'm all at Twitter today. Why are you so at Twitter no, that's today? That's top secret. I'll tell you in just a second. Top of the morning to you, Jeremy. Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm well. Well, today's a
2: special day. Why is it a special day, we, pray tell? <laughs> we
1: have a very special guest with us.
2: Oh, yes. We do have a very special guest from the past. We have with us from the original trombone section, Catherine Leisure.
3: Top of the morning to you, too, guys. Oh, thank
2: you so this much. This is great. This it is great. great. isn't it? Yeah, I've been talking to her
1: for a while. I mean, I consider Kath, Catherine a very dear friend. You can call her Kate. She's, I know. She should call her Kate. So. I know her as Kate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, Catherine, I think great. Kate, I think shrew. So let's go with Catherine. Catherine. Oh, oh all right.
3: I'll go with Catherine then. All right. Catherine. No, no, uh, th-
2: th- you, you get the references, I'll right? still call you Kate, Kate. So She goes by Kate.
3: It's a Shakespeare reference. Of
2: course.
1: Oh
3: you look my more God. like a Catherine. What, yeah, the okay. taming
2: of the shrew? I, I can't tell you. Is that you. what you're talking yes. about? Yes. She all just
1: right. said something about Shakespeare. You're never well, going to believe. she should
2: be know about Shakespeare. She's from England. You're
1: never going to believe what I did Saturday night. What'd you do Saturday? It night? It was
2: Shakespeare's birthday,
1: and I went to a Shakespeare's birthday party. Oh, I really? thought you were going to say you shaved your bard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! I went to a birthday party. Oh, that's fantastic! Did you yeah. attend? Yes, yes, I did. You had to show up. It's, uh, the pictures are on Facebook. Did oh.
3: Shakespeare attend? Yeah, you're who my is Facebook this Shakespeare? Chap? You're one of my in, Facebook in friends.
1: spirit, Shakespeare appeared in spirit. It was a Shakespeare birthday party celebration
2: going to be fantastic and everybody
1: had to name their own you know their favorite shakespeare uh you know creation and this and that and talk you know speak uh as they did back then it was really neat
2: really well, really cool that is fantastic you're very kind of like a renaissance man aren't well, you what did you think was his was? favorite creation
0: well i liked uh i liked hamlet yeah my that's my actually that is my favorite play See, being
2: a tuba player, I'm not that well-read with Shakespeare, so I'm going to abstain. <laughs>
1: Romeo and Juliet. That's oh, the go-to. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. You wouldn't that's believe how many people said that.
2: What? Romeo and Juliet? mm mm-hmm. Oh, you know. I like looking at the pictures. I was know?
1: actually one of them. I was just saying it to be a wise guy. I said Romeo and Julia.
2: You mean like Julia Child? Yeah, yeah. yeah As a joke. Yeah, that's Never good.
1: People took me seriously. It was like,
2: what? You're a fine... Huge table. You're a Huge fine table. American. Now with Kate though, I can't say she's a fine American. She's still a fine subject of the
0: crown. The so. crown. That's right. You haven't uh, converted yet. To, Not yet. Uh, so, uh, but you, you still you, get to pick- I, I see you use a, 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 a gender-neutral term. So if they listen to it now, uh, it would be the queen. If they listen to this uh, some years hence, it might be the king. Uh, exactly. You just said the crown.
2: You know, we were talking about that a little bit off the air. About you know how old is Queen Elizabeth now? You said eighty
3: nine. He turned eighty nine just last few days week, again. right? Yeah,
1: yeah there
2: that's right. That's right. So do you think um, Prince Charles is going to take his turn, you know, at the, being king, or do you think he'll uh, abdicate and go with uh, Prince William? What I do you think, think about that? I think he's
3: going to try and muscle his way into the crown and okay. stay there, be the be the be monarch the of the land. That's you, what I think.
1: You think so? Yes, well, I do. Uh, before we get too much into this, I just want to say what a great show we're going to have. Yeah, this is not, kind of a, this is not a show
0: up. about politics, guys. We're,
2: we're here to talk about <laughs> well, the no, news. I mean, but it's British politics, you no, know. No, That great. way it's a little bit less controversial <laughs> on this side
1: not of the Atlantic. It's politics,
3: it's monarchy. It's Totally monarchy. different thing. All right, all, all right. right.
1: But, um, well, look, coming up, I just want to kind of touch on this uh, very interesting show. First of all, we're here at Maestro's Cafe. Right here
2: at the right? beautiful uh, Central Brevard Library and Reference Center in beautiful Cocoa, Florida. Yes. I've got a nice view of the uh, Indian River here. Uh, we're just having a great time and here. And the River House. And the River House, the world headquarters of the Space Coast Symphony, is just uh, straight ahead from me. That's right.
1: Uh, we're going to be looking back in just a little bit, talking about the Donor Party Symphony for Good. Uh, let's not forget Barbecue Friday. All right, that's going to that be a new thing.
2: Up. That's going to be big. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mother's Day, we're, we're doing a concert. We're going to talk about that. Right. Um, and Earth Odyssey. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. That's going to be really great. That's in conjunction with NASA. Right. So it's a big deal. Right. And we're going to be, exactly,
2: it's going to be really big. It's kind of um, a sequel to what we did last year with um, the planets, with the um, high resolution video or um, images from NASA. This is going to be high image high resolution
0: images of
2: earth
1: yeah. i prefer to say space. that
0: uh, last year was actually a prelude to this which is you the main that. event that's right. right
2: well we're going to be getting into that
0: as that's well so, that's going and be,
2: plus we'll be going down memory lane with our special guest uh, Catherine leisure which is going to be fantastic Catherine Leisure. Yes. Did I say that right? Or Leisure?
3: Yeah, Leisure. uh,
2: All right. I'm doing the best I can here. (laughs) You know, speaking of Leisure. I have my Midwestern English, you know. I don't speak the uh, King's English. Well,
1: Uh, speaking of Leisure, a really great sponsor of ours that we would not be able to do any of this without is Camping World. And they are the nation's largest network of RV stores and services with over 100 locations to suit any of your RVing needs. Yes, I love camping. Yeah, there. they're located in Cocoa, 4700 King Street in Cocoa. Right, just have, on the
2: other side of uh, 95. That's right. And if you're in the need
1: for any towable or motorized vehicle, an you know, RV, right. pay them a visit. Right. They have, have a huge ever, inventory.
2: Have you ever gone camping with an RV? Of course. an RV or tent camping? Am I a shrew? You are a shrew, but uh, what, okay. what, what kind of RV have you, or the RV or a tent or what? Why don't you enlighten us? An RV. All right. Was it a trailer or a, a bus? A bus. Ooh, very fancy. <laughs> now we know about the real Bill Trudeau. He's a bus Kind of guy. Yes, we had a trailer until it caught on fire. Really? Yeah, but we had talked about that on a previous show, so I don't want to, you know, regale our listeners with another telling the story. So, well, let's get to uh, let's get to the to the real heart of the show here. The meat and potatoes. Yes. All right, yes. our special guest, uh, Catherine Laser. As I said before, Kate was the part of the original trombone section. And we were ta- we've talked about this story before. Why don't you, we talk a, first a little bit about the birth of the Space Coast Symphony, and then well, we can talk about your uh, like musical background and some other exciting things.
1: Yeah, she was actually, you were actually there to, to help start this, right? You're one of the founders, technically.
3: Before the beginning.
1: That's right. Before the beginning.
3: Before the beginning, I was there. Why
1: don't That's you a, take us back to before the beginning?
3: Well, before the beginning.
1: Yes, before
2: the beginning.
3: I remember that um, Colleen and I were playing in the trombone section along with our other very first trombonist will cannell right and it was way back in 2009 and we were all playing in um a scratch ensemble that aaron had got together well, maybe it wasn't so scratch we'd done a few well, it was few like a pick it was yeah. like a
2: pickup this was the first time he had put together like an orchestra any
3: kind of kind of orchestra at all yes right. and we were playing at the um Riverside Riverside Presbyterian on on A1A. And we just finished the concert, and I can't remember what music we're playing, but just off air, Eric said it was Verdi's Requiem. Verdi's Requiem. I couldn't remember the music, but. But 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 I think
2: you should go into, like, what we had, like, the rehearsal.
0: Oh, wait a second. Before you go, I'm just remembering uh, just uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, Michael Gross interview, you told this story, but from your side. So now we're going to get it to hear from the other side. Exactly.
2: So. Exactly. Oh, I'm looking yeah, forward I remember, to this. I remember
0: the, uh, your side of the conversation. Go All ahead. Right. I'm sorry I interrupted.
2: Remember, <laughs> okay, like no the problem. rehearsal, you know, like the first rehearsal.
3: Yes, I remember right? the first rehearsal. So we were. Well, I was going to go to the end of the concert about the beginning of Space Coast Symphony, but yeah, it was an interesting rehearsal. We um were all playing along and usually conductors get really angry with the trombone section, they go, trombones, trombones, you're far too loud. Back off, back off. I can't hear the strings. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, that's one of the things uh, Richard Strauss said about conducting. He said, never look at the trombones. It only encourages them. Exactly.
3: Exactly. And this is usually what happens. That's right. The minute that conductor looks at you, you know his hand's coming up. Back off, trombones, you're too loud. The hand. The hand. We call it the hand.
2: The yes. hand. So
1: I like we're
3: in this rehearsal, and the so we're, we're playing quiet enough, you know, not to drown out the strings. And all of a sudden, Aaron stops the orchestra, and he says, Trombones! I want way more from the trombones! I just cannot hear enough! And we all looked at each other, are you serious? The conductor is asking for more trombones?
2: I know, we were all looked at each other in like a state of... Shock and disbelief. Like we were in a parallel universe. (laughs) You know, like in Superman, you know, you had the bizarro world. Yes, yes. We were kind of getting in the bizarro world right then and there. (laughs) We
3: were. So we looked at each other and we went, Yes, go for it, folks. Right. And that's what we did. We played really, really loud and not only did Aaron not give us the hand, he gave us a wave. He wanted even more. So that was it. We we knew we loved playing with Aaron. We knew we
2: that Aaron that. was our guy. Aaron
1: was our guy. <laughs> did anybody we rupture it. anything?
3: No, you can't rupture anything because we practice to play loud all right. the time.
2: That's right. That's kind of, way, kind of the way kinda the way it is. So then uh, I think it was you and Colleen, you're like going to Aaron and you were saying, Aaron, this was a lot of fun. Maybe you should start an orchestra. Wasn't it? something like that?
3: Aaron was the one that that suggested it. So at the end of that rehearsal, I remember Colleen and I and Will were putting our instruments away. And Aaron came over to say good job on the rehearsal. And he liked the sound of the trombones and all that kind of stuff. And he said, I like doing this. I think I should put a real symphony orchestra together. And Colleen and I looked at each other and we said, hey, that sounds like a fun idea, you know, just off the cuff. Yeah, let's start a symphony orchestra. And Aaron goes, yeah, well, you you girls interested in in joining it if I start one? We said, yeah, of course we are. Why wouldn't we be interested in a symphony orchestra? Not believing for one second that it would actually take off. And, so that and be was the as spark. big as it That, was the,
1: that, was, that it. was the spark.
2: That was it. That spark. was it. That was the big the bang. That was. That
3: was the big
1: bang.
2: That was it. That wow. was the big bang. How cool is that? Yeah, I so. was there. Very, very
3: it was Colleen, very Aaron and I were the three people part of that conversation start it all off.
2: Right, because I was putting my uh, tuba, you know. I, really? I'm always looking little So how many it. feet away were you putting your tuba away? I don't know, probably like maybe like six or ten, but so I wasn't part of like the uh, So think that about nucleus. it, the
1: six or ten feet really made all the difference it in the world. It made all the difference. Yeah, you weren't part of that decision. He that was not. That's decision right. right, right. The amoebic
3: ensemble was just that's Aaron, right. Right. and me.
2: Amoebic, exactly. <laughs> amoebic. Amoebic. <laughs> Now, of course, you've had a lot of musical experience before the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Uh, we were talking off the air. You were the first female trombonist to be accepted to the Royal Northern College of Music, and um, that's in Manchester, right? In Manchester, yeah. England, yes. yes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
3: No problem. Yes, um, it was uh, a male-dominated world. And it, I suppose and sti- it still, and still is. to a, still yes, is Yes, but back then it really, really was. And they, yes, they yes. pretty much wouldn't even audition women on on brass instruments really yep Hmm. and so how'd you get in well i i was having trombone lessons from the teacher at the royal northern college of music before i was of age to join the college
2: oh so when you were so this is like for our listeners like the equivalent of what like high school
3: yes exactly so i i was taking extracurricular trombone lessons from him okay on saturday mornings and i would have a three-hour lesson wow. every second saturday three hours three hour lesson every that's second saturday so you were yes.
2: very serious
3: i was very very yeah, serious absolutely
2: that's a really long lesson
3: yes and i had to audition. Who, what's the name
2: of the teacher
3: his what? name he, he's dead now but his name was terry nagel terence okay. nagel okay. and i had to audition to even study with him okay so I went in, when I was 16 years old, I went and did an audition, and he said, yes, I will teach you. Wow. And so my parents scrimped and scraped, scraped every couple of weeks and paid for this very expensive trombone lesson for me. And like I said, it would be three hours. And so, every, every, I had a two-week period to practice for my next three-hour lesson. So, I had to learn three hours worth of stuff, basically, in two weeks to, to go to my next, next lesson. And I, if I did not study, which very it happened very rarely, I did study. I wanted to be there. Is then, that customary?
2: Then, like a three-hour lesson?
3: No. No, exactly. It's just for people being groomed for the likes of Juilliard equivalent oh. schools, which is what the Royal Northern College oh, of so he must kid. have
2: seen like a glimmer of talent, and that's why... More than it. a glimmer,
1: exactly. I would think. The
2: one, right? they, like the right? three-hour... Yeah. Exactly. Because, I mean, typical yeah. lesson is like either a half hour or an hour.
3: Exactly. Typically. Yeah. He knew how serious I was and how much practice I did and how much I wanted this, and it was my life. I, I, I literally, my childhood in youth was all about the trombone. I wouldn't eat certain foods. I would get home from school early to practice. I would practice first, then I would do my homework, then I'd do some more practice. I would practice the piano so that my ears got better for listening to music Mm -hmm. to to play the trombone better. I I literally, at one point, my father told me that he would not take me to rehearsals anymore. It it was too far. It was taking too much time. So I worked out, I was 14 years old at this point, I worked Mm -hmm. out the transit system on my own. And I borrowed money off my mom to pay for the bus. Mm -hmm. And it would take nearly two hours to get to work the transit system to get to the rehearsal.
2: Right. Well, that's a
1: commitment. And then
3: two hours back.
2: So where was the, um, so it's kind of what, like a youth orchestra? It was a youth orchestra back then, yeah. Okay. And then you, so you had to take like the bus? Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah, I had to take three different buses. I had to wait at the bus stop, wait for that bus, travel on that bus, get off. Walk down a couple of streets, wait for the next bus, get on that bus, get off, walk down another couple of streets, wait for that bus, and that bus would drop me off at the rehearsal hall. And it would you were just 14. I was 14.
1: 14. You know, so I, I maintain that a lot of people have talent. You know, you can call it hidden talent if you, if you want to. Um, the difference is the seriousness and level of dedication that you apply uncovers that hidden talent. Yeah. Am I right? There's yeah, a lot of absolutely. people with talent, but yeah. they'll never know because they don't put it into practice or they don't, you know, wow, I really am good at this. Yeah. I mean, you have to have passion, too. I think that's what where the dedication comes from is being passionate about wanting to do that, whatever that's exactly it is. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's
3: all I wanted to do. At
1: 14, that's, that's pretty great.
3: When, when I got, grew up and got to be an adult, my mom said to me something about, um, yeah, well, if I couldn't have stopped you... Um, practicing and playing. I just couldn't have stopped the trombone in you, even if I'd wanted to. You were going to do it with with or without my blessing.
1: Wow. Oh, that's so a, that's so, really so was she supportive?
3: She she was. Yeah, she was. But only to a certain extent. She couldn't take all this time off to drive me around or right. pay a lot of money. Like I said, my parents scrimped and scraped, scraped for these... Um, trombone lessons, which were expensive for three hours Oh yeah, yeah, it's every, not every just, two weeks.
1: Yeah, and it's not yeah. just about the money. It's the moral support, you know? <laughs> yes. Because some people, were. some parents, you know, oh, here's the money. You can have money. And are they really morally supporting you or right. no? You know, in some cases, they're not.
2: Now, did you have to... Pay to be in the youth orchestra? No, oh, okay, no, okay. Because here in the states, so often you have to pay to be in the youth orchestra. So you didn't have to pay to be in the Jews youth orchestra or anything. Okay, no. all right, now, now well, I did
3: have to pay dues to be in the local brass band, which oh. is another avenue that I've why took why for years. Tell
2: us a little. I mean, because you know, our listeners, you know, in the United States, there's not the brass band, you know, culture like there is in um, United Kingdom. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I mean, because pretty, pretty much, doesn't every town have a brass band? Oh, multiple.
3: Num- yeah. <laughs> Every town has multiple brass bands. Okay. Yeah, and th- the way they work, the, the, the there are brass bands that are unranked, and there seriously are not many of those. Because okay. as soon as a brass band starts, um, you need to get ranked so that you know where you are in the standing of everywhere else. Because it literally is uh, a force to be reckoned with. Brass bands are everywhere. They're important. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about them. The, the dedication to these these groups is ridiculous, so you start off with the, they're called sections. So you start mm-hmm. off in section four. Okay. So you're either nothing right. when you're brand new, and then you get you go take um you go to competitions okay. and you you get ranked in the competitions. So you start off section four, then section three, then section two, then section one, and then from this. Section one, you've done really, really well. Okay. Then you get to championship section. Okay. And the difference between section so one and championship. So that's where champion, the famous. I just
0: want to clarify. I, I, I miss this. Are we talking about an individual within the orchestra, or are you talking about the orchestra moves the band, up in the rankings? The, the, re- band, the, the, band, the, the itself. band itself. These the band are itself. brass bands. So, so their whole rankings and classes of right, the bands for the, themselves. Yeah, because yes. that's why I kind
2: of want to talk it because it's kind of a foreign subject so to uh, out, Americans. You know, you Do you here, start out? You start out
0: here and you have like a junior varsity band and you play better and you. move... Up to a
3: varsity band, yeah.
0: So it's four, three, two, one, and then the championship.
2: Yeah,
3: but the difference between section one and championship is immense. Once you get to championship, you you the, the way the championship section bands work, they the players in the band get paid either very nominally or nothing at all and you have to work a minimum of 30 hours per week to be in the band. That's a full-time job and mm. you're not getting paid anything <clears throat> or you're getting paid $20 equivalent a week.
2: You have to work w- with the band or work for the company that's supporting How does that
3: Exactly? Well, why don't you the... why don't mm-hmm. you enlighten us? Well, that's the next thing I was getting to. So, the the way to combat this is exactly what Eric just just said. Okay, so the way it works is um if you own a company, and there's, there's there, there was Leyland Vehicles, I remember that. Mm-hmm. There, there was a lot of the mining towns Right, used like, to cause one of the bands. famous
2: was what, Grimethorp Colliery? Grimebook, colliery. That's a famous band. And then what, what about the other? Black, Black Dyke. Dyke
3: Colliery, exactly. Yeah,
2: Black Dyke Mills, I Black Dyke mills, mills was a colliery. So, it was a colliery. Yeah. It wasn't, so the mills, that's a, uh,
3: uh, Might have been a mills. A, a, um, oh, for those who don't know, colliery is, th- is a mine. Brian. I think it was a Mills. For, for, for Black Black, Black,
2: Mil- well, those are like famous Pol- bands that I've heard of. Right. Yeah. Yes. And these are like championship bands.
3: These are the championship bands. So in those particular, and there was another one, um, something batteries. I can't remember. It a, ba- a battery famous. company. Yes. Right. That, that that was another one. And they, those people will ha- just like. Um,
0: <laughs> Sorry. Here in the United States, uh, <laughs> if it, the battery company Energizer, it would be an all drum band. It would band, be right? an all drum band. <laughs> Boom. Yes. Right you are correct, Jeremy. Yes,
3: I'll think of the name no, of the, the, the battery company in It'll a minute. Come to you, I'm sorry. Yeah. So these big top companies like this would hire, because there's usually thirty people in a band. They would hire thirty musicians, and they would pay those musicians to be part of the band, and they would have to do nominal work for the the company. Right,
2: and the, they didn't make much money working for the company.
3: Right. Exactly. Right. So, the they, they, But they were paid to be in the band and you didn't right. get paid much to be in the band right. anyway. Then the companies that the, the, the guys that formed bands that were championship section that were not sponsored by a company, they would literally work their 30, 40 hour week at their job and do 30 hours per week for the band as well.
2: That sounds wow. familiar. Wow. So mm-hmm. they're working like 60 hours.
3: Yes. <coughs> 60, 70 hours. Wow, and it, it can be um, a marriage killer and a family killer. And peep, they are so dedicated, these guys, right. that they will to come the home after after work and they will do three, four, five hours practice. They will be out doing competitions and concerts all weekend with the band. And this never stops. They never, never take a break. Oh. And if you do not do your practice the night before, they can recognize it the day after in the right. band. Oh, you sure. didn't practice the solo do you want to be in this band or not because there's enough people behind you that want to be in this band for just for the prestige alone
1: wow and if you don't it's, practice for two days you can really tell you be yeah. kicked out yeah. Yeah. really and
3: get kicked out yeah, yeah. It's, so, are you familiar serious. with the
2: movie Brassed Off?
3: Absolutely. Okay. I know half the guys in that movie. Is that a pretty really? accurate
2: portrayal it's, of everything?
3: Well, the love story bit wasn't, but but the the dedication right, of cause the band. Right, because they had ben the um,
2: and, girl. She played the what the, the flugelhorn. Flugel right, playing the um, Rodrigo. So,
3: Guitar. if our
2: listeners you want to check that out, it's Brassed Off. That's probably what from the 90s.
3: 96. I remember it. I remember I was actually in a brass band competition in September '96. And everyone, we, we were all stood around in our brass band uniforms.
2: Mm-hmm. Were you and in the movie?
3: No, no. But I knew a lot of the people that were in the movie, and so my band—I can't even remember the name of the band I was in now. It'll to you. Um, it will. It was a very, very long time ago, 96. And we were all stood around waiting to go in, in to play the next piece. And someone said, Hey, have you heard that Grime is going to be in a movie? And we all said, What do you mean, Grime So that's Thorpe's the, that's be the in movie. movie?
2: That, they were the band in the movie. They were the okay, band in the movie. Okay. And someone
3: said, Yeah, such a buddy's going to play some solo. I can't remember the people's names now, but uh, yeah, they're going to play this solo in a movie. And yeah. Oh, that's, so that's it was real, fun. And
2: that was what, at Royal Albert Hall? That's uh, where the com- no, the it was in
3: the middle of nowhere. We ha- when well, now But in it- the
2: movie, I think it's Royal Albert. Oh yes, yeah. in the movie it was right. Royal. But Albert But in the real Hall. life, it's not in, in real law. life.
3: It wasn't at the okay. Royal Albert Hall. Okay, yeah. I got gotcha. you. But, but they do do ch- top championship sections at the Royal Albert Hall. I got gotcha. you. Okay. But that day, it wasn't in All
2: right. there. Yeah. All right. So you have. I think that's really. You know, our listeners are going to love that whole section about you know the brass bands. I think I'm. You know, being a tuba player, I think you know.
3: It's interesting for brass players anyway. What did you
2: play in the brass band?
3: I actually started off on euphonium. Okay. Which is like a small tuba, for those that don't know. Right. And then um, I played after about six months. I went to trombone. Oh.
1: Why did you switch?
3: Well, I I, I joined the brass band world when I was 12 years old. And I started trumpet first. Then I learned to play euphonium. And then when I played euphonium for a couple of years, my teacher said, you really need to play trombone, because euphonium, you can literally only play in brass bands in England. But if you p- learn to play the trombone, you can play in symphony orchestras, jazz bands, wind bands, everything. Right. It's a lot
2: more um, Exactly. Right. And if you uh,
1: graduated up to what Eric's doing, you would have had to carry what, around telling a bad, gigantic what, telling tuba bad jokes? and yeah. thought, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I just want to stick with trombone, right? Did that yes, have exactly. something to do with it? <laughs>
3: It yeah. did, didn't it? <laughs> yes, I'm The practicality
1: <laughs> of it. Yes. Right.
2: <laughs> right. And she's right, though. Your is kind of limited.
0: Yeah, I actually really enjoyed all this conversation. Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned on the show before, but I actually, I'm not a professional musician now, but uh, in junior high, high school, I was actually a brass player myself. You played trombone, right? I played trombone, uh, then baritone very briefly, and then um, I graduated to tuba. Ah, so yes. the bulk of the, my time was on tuba. Okay, good. Uh, but... Uh, Although I've enjoyed this very brass-heavy conversation, Perhaps uh, we could use for a bit of a palate cleanser. Oh, that's an excellent idea. <laughs> Which actually leads me to uh, a piece we had already decided that we were going to play, and it's a perfect setup because uh, not long ago we had our Carmen concert. Exactly. Uh, we talked about the fact there was actually no brass at all. Right. I was benched at that concert. Right. So the so what we're going to play here is the Adagio for Strings. If you want. Right. Uh, we're going to do a, the Adagio. Barber's Adagio for Strings. Our listeners
2: may not be aware it was originally part of the second movement of his string quartet opus 11 and then he reorchestrated it for a full string orchestra and that's the version that we're going to be listening to right now.
1: You know, it seems like just
2: yesterday
1: I was at that performance. and uh, you, you, were, it, yeah. you were there. I know. And you were sidelined. I was on the you bench. Were benched.
2: I was wearing my uh, suit with my Looney Tunes
0: tie. You, so That
1: was you.
2: That
0: was you. Yes. I, I saw that. It, seriously. <laughs> it, was, it
1: was me. I'm going
0: I'm to regret saying this, but I tell you, the first thing I thought when I saw you was... Oh, Eric must not be playing tonight. You're very perceptive. The second thing I thought, <laughs> <laughs> whenever I saw your tie, that Looney Tunes tie, I thought, Kill the Wabbit. That's right. Kill the Wabbit.
2: <laughs> kill the Wabbit.
1: Kill the Wabbit.
3: Kill the Wabbit. Kill the Wabbit. Yo-ho-toe. yo ho yo Oh, mighty
1: warrior of great fighting stock, might I inquire
3: to ask him, what's up, Doc? That's right, yes. what's
2: opera, Doc? One of my favorite You cartoons. know, a lot of
1: people got into uh, symphony music
2: because of the Bugs Bunny thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. That's a fact. true. did you ever That's what, true. see any of those in England, Bugs Bunny?
3: Yeah, we have Bugs Bunny.
2: So you had uh, all the ones like what's opera, Doc, and the Barbara Seville and all that stuff?
3: Those I don't remember, but I was very young. All right, well, that's so, right. You
2: are, were you very young. So. Yes. See, I'm older than you, so I, you know, I
0: remember.
3: By that years stuff. and years and years. Years
0: and years, I have the hair to prove it. So, oh, uh, just one other thing, then the, the, I'm going to reveal how really uh lowbrow I, I really am. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no. Look out! Well, where you are from Texas, after well, all. So. When, when they announced <laughs> that they're going to do Carmen, right. whenever I think Carmen. What immediately comes to mind is not, no, not Bugs Bunny, it's even worse. There was this episode of Gilligan's Island where some, I don't even remember the story, but like a, like a Broadway producer somehow got on the island. So everybody on the island decided they were going to put on a play. They decided to put on Hamlet, but they were going to make Hamlet into a musical. I saw that one. And so they used the music from Carmen to produce Hamlet. I saw and that. I just remember, you know, Skip, I mean, still to this day, at least once a month, I'll be, you know, mowing the yard, whatever, and in my mind, I'll hear Skipper singing, Neither a bar nor oh, yeah. a deed. <laughs> have oh, <the> yeah. <laughs> seen
2: it? Now I remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, what yeah. an episode! Oh, that was fantastic, Gilligan's Island. Now I've lost what, <laughs> what we were going to talk about. That was well, great. that's great. I, I now I remember it. That was that's great. That was really funny. Neither a borrower nor a lender deed Do not forget.
0: Stay out of debt. Think twice and take the good advice from me. Guard that old sovereignty.
3: Thing you ought to do to
2: the, right. the party for donors. Ah, yes, the party for yes, donors. that's what we're going to That's talk what we about. had after the uh, Carmen concert. <laughs> and the uh, beauty of that party, we had a great time. We had the Jackson Trio playing. We had wine and cheese. A good time was had by all. But the crux of it was... We had the announcement of the new season. The
1: unveiling of the new season. That's
2: right. Eric, it's going to be big. It's going to be really big. And uh, Jeremy, why don't you talk to us a little bit about there's a special episode about the new season. Why don't oh, you explain sure. to our Absolutely. listeners how to, because you're yes. you know
0: putting all the, you're the man behind the scenes so you can explain well, better team effort. But, uh, yeah, right. So, uh, as everyone should know by now, we've been doing Maestros on Air for several months. Uh, available now in the iTunes store. Look up Maestros on Air. You can download it right to your iDevice, or if you uh, don't have an iDevice or prefer to listen to it online, and we have a lot of people that prefer to just listen to it online, go to Maestros on air.com and you can listen to all of the back episodes of uh, of the podcast okay. however we decided uh, not too long ago we wanted a place to have some bonus content that was outside of the traditional maestros on right. Air show right. uh including special announcements so our launch of That's the exciting. new program encore uh, we actually used the announcement of the new season to do that so if you go to maestros on air forward slash uh, encore the first episode is up over the course of the hour Aaron really dug into all the different shows for the new season. Uh, he was joined by a couple of guests. Bill Trudeau, you were actually on that. Yes. Uh, and then also the symphony's principal clarinetist, Jennifer Royals, was part of that. Jennifer Royals. It was a lot of fun. So just go to Maestro's on air slash Encore. You can listen to that in its entirety. Oh, that's going to be... I haven't heard that yet. We I'm
1: talked not, about every concert, every date, every month. I'm looking forward every
2: to that. Bar, every part of it. We pulled back the curtain all the way. That's going to be that's gonna be great, because that's kind of what yeah. you're known for behind the scenes. <clears throat> I know, I know, and I don't know why, but that's part of your. Well, I charm. think that's because I like being behind the scenes. Right, that's part of your charm
0: yeah. being behind the scenes. So,
2: Anyway, I'm looking forward to hearing that. I haven't heard that yet, so I'm looking forward to that. Also,
0: I would say be watching because Encore, each week we will look to add some bonus content. It may not always be an hour-long special announcement like this one was. uh, But, for example, uh, even for this show... Uh, We will have some bonus uh, uh, material, things that we referenced. Uh, We talked about the movie Brassed Off, for example. That's the perfect kind of content where we'll have a link to that and some other things. Also, one other thing, we haven't quite gotten to it yet, but we'll talk about it later, I'm sure. Uh, We have a new quiz that we're going to unveil. We'll talk about it towards the end of the show, but that'll be an area, Encore, where we can actually uh, talk about the quiz a little more in advance.
2: Right, and plus we'll have some... um Bonus content for some past episodes. I know we're going to have a link to the um, video of, of where Mike Gross interviewed me for the, um, that Arnold Jacobs project. That's going to be on there. And there's some other things that are going to be in the works. So it's really going to be a way to enhance your whole Maestros on Air experience.
1: Sure. And uh, you're right about that. You know, this is a very exciting show. I'd like to uh, go back to our special guest. Oh, I think that's a
2: wonderful Just, idea.
1: That's right. It is. It's a great idea. Um, Kate leisure i know it's Catherine leisure but i know you as kate and uh and i know you go by kate so i'm I saying did. kate
3: you my friends i am kate so right. now the whole world
2: all right well that's good so anyway <laughs> so you had your brass band career and then you graduated from the royal
3: northern, northern, northern college, college of, of music, of music. Mm-hmm.
2: and what was your first orchestra job that was uh, what I'm South Africa, right?
3: Straight out of college, I auditioned for a symphony orchestra called the Natal Philharmonic Orchestra. Okay. <clears throat> that was in Durban, in South Africa, and yes, I got the job as <clears throat> sub principal trombonist. I What does
2: that mean? It means it you're means, like on um, a submarine the or second Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> got sub, the first know. job.
3: Okay. <laughs> I have got the second job. So um yeah,
2: But that's the power chair, the second part, so.
3: It, it's the most complicated chair actually. It really is the, Balancing between you have to balance the sound and the and the volume between the tuba and the principal trombone
2: and the bass trombone
3: and the bass trombone and you have to copy the first trombone and kind of psychically pass pass down the section to the bass trombone and the tuba what the first trombone is doing it's all it's all very and we've, it's a balanced position and we've
2: talked about believe it or not we've actually talked about that on the air before oh, how okay. you know as a tuba player you're. <laughs> <laughs> your link to the orchestra is the bass trombone player <laughs> which could be good be bad. <laughs> and then it's like the then the bass trombones link is kind of the second trombone is what we're talking about and mm-hmm. then the first trombone is the one who's trying to set everything and trying to tie in with the principal trumpet and then the principal horn that's kind of like the triangle exactly the brass exactly so, right, so yeah. how long were you in the orchestra in uh, South Africa
3: three years. Wow. I did it for three years. I absolutely loved it and loved was, working over there.
2: Was that um, before apartheid or after? What's the time period? It was
3: actually right at the height of apartheid. So and it's pronounced apartheid. No well, one I'm, pronounces you know, it Well, I have my Midwestern English. I have my
2: Midwestern English, so I'm known for mispronouncing but words. Yeah. Yeah. So.
3: Now, you, now you know Everybody knows. Mr.
2: Midwest. I'll he's, still get it wrong. Don't he's worry. He's still
3: going to say apartheid. Is <coughs> yeah, of course no matter I will.
2: what. Of course, you, I will. There's, I will. No, there's no hope for him, Kate. So you were still in. How do you pronounce it again? Apartheid. Apartheid? Hate. Apartheid. Tate. Correct. Apartheid. Tate. Okay. Apartheid. So you are right in the midst of that. What was Apartheid. that like?
3: Apartheid. It, w- <laughs> that it whole was experience. interesting. I was pretty much shielded from most of it, of course, by being in the orchestra. Right. But there were um, a few stories that would um, enrage me, pretty much. Um, I used to Any live- you can tell
2: on the air or...
3: Yeah, well, this one one (laughs) short story here. I used to live by a marina, and next to the marina was a stretch of grass that we used to call the Esplanade. And it was the the way of the Africans to congregate on the Esplanade. And it was very, very, very hot. It was South Africa. So they would stretch out and lie. And why they did this, I have no clue. I've never worked it out to this day. But they would all lie next to each other.
1: So they were just in, laying around, lying mean like next to each other.
3: Yeah, they were like stretched out sleeping on the grass. Right. But they would all lie as if they were all sleeping in, in bed, in, in a big, long bed. Do you know what I mean? They were all facing the same direction. Yes. Everyone lying down on their faces, hmm. on their stomachs to keep the sun off their face. And everyone lying with their heads next to each other and with their feet like like a load of sausages in a row. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and every day I would walk past the Esplanade because that's the way I work, walked to work to get to the symphony orchestra, the, where I w- lived and worked were very, very close to each other. So I'd walk and I'd walk down the Esplanade and there they were every day. And they were all dressed in blue, like workmen's outfits. Because everybody in town knew that if you needed labor to build a house, clean a house, Mm -hmm. do your lawn, clean your pool, whatever it was, you went to the Esplanade and you would find cheap labor there. So it's
2: kind of like a casual labor
3: Yeah, it's like the labor exchange, but the African way. (laughs) So
2: so they'd be just probably like laying there just waiting for...
3: Waiting for someone to come up and hire them. Exactly, that's exactly what they were doing.
2: You know, that's very similar to... um, When I lived in California, there was... um you know, you went to like the big box convenience store, and there was day laborers, you know, hanging out to get work. There you so go. it's very similar to what you had in uh, South Africa. Now you
3: just know that that's where to go to find cheap labor. Yeah. yeah, it was along the Esplanade, and they would lie under the palm trees and along this comfy grass, and just lie. You know, it's not hot concrete. You're right. under the palm trees on on the comfy grass. So you're and in you'd the wait. shade. You're in the shade. Yeah.
2: It's actually very smart. And
3: so, just to keep the peace, the um, the police would walk around and make sure that everything was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, right. And I, I went on vacation back home to England and I saw on the BBC News a clip of these guys lying with the police, with his police gun patrolling up and down and the BBC broadcast that that policeman had just shot all those people and killed them and laid what? them out
2: but that wasn't really wow.
1: true
3: no of course it wasn't because I used to see it. And, and even on, on the video the video clip that the BBC showed there was no blood there was no nothing
1: that doesn't sound like something so that the BBC the, would do I mean they checked their, but their, they did. their sources before so they, basically they, but they did. took this
2: you know thing and <clears throat> well, sensationalized it
3: mm-hmm. exactly that made me mad yeah, because it was my hometown. I used to. It was not my hometown. It was my home street. I would see right. them there. So that wasn't true that. at all. It was not true. It was a blatant lie.
2: My so you're saying that the BBC <coughs> is not necessarily the trusted source that uh, we it, Americans.
1: I think may
3: be saying that. All right. Kate. I want to know said...
1: something. I want to. I want to fast forward if if we can. Mm-hmm. Um, when are you coming back?
3: I would love to come back, Bill. I really would. I am working on it so hard. I am trying to free up some time. I'm trying to schmooze Eric and Colleen to let them... Well, you're just so so busy.
2: So what are (laughs) you doing? You're You're a very busy young lady. Why don't you uh, tell our Mm -hmm. listeners some of the things you've been doing? I know you have this... uh, the real estate. Yes, for
3: the last two years or so, I have been in the real estate business, and this is my new job, kind of thing, right now. And I, well, not so new. Two years ago. So yeah, I am a realtor. I work for Housing Market Realty. Well, I don't work for them. They, they are my my the company that I contract for. So here you're as in a Brevard, realtor. right? I'm in Brevard. They are okay. in Cocoa on US One Two Seven One Five North Cocoa Boulevard is the office. My um, broker is a wonderful chap called Charles Fisher. And I actually have a partner at the company. His name is Dan Sicchio. And um, Dan and I share our workload and we work very, very well together. He is very knowledgeable about the, the cocoa area. I'm pretty knowledgeable around the Melbourne area because that's where I live. And we um, ride off each other's backs basically. Oh, that's a very if, simpatical um, <clears throat> arrangement yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. So if there's something I don't know Dan can help me or something Dan can't do, I help him. And if if you need to know anything about listing your house or finding a house to buy or um, even buying investment property or selling investment property, just come to us. Um, My phone number is 321-223-0266. And Dan's phone number is 321-298-3400. And we would love to hear from you. Just give us a call and we'll help you any way we can.
1: So do you have listings?
3: Um, we have a few listings. They're oh. office listings, okay. yes. Okay. And we obviously have a um, few people that we're helping to find houses. Well, more than a few. The, the, the market actually has increased exponentially just in the last two or three months.
1: Sure. That's not, that's not hard to believe. I know. Yep. I've heard Pric- a lot about that. Prices are
3: rising and properties, <coughs> it, it's definitely a seller's market. Within two or three days, f- houses are gone off the market.
2: That's
1: good. So if
3: you want to sell, now's the time to do it. So this. if someone
2: had a house and they wanted to sell, what would be the best way to get a hold of you again?
3: You call us. I, I, what was that number phone again? Numbers? Well, my phone number I wasn't t-
2: paying attention, so I wanted to <laughs> make sure I get that <laughs> He's down. a wise guy.
3: Okay, get your pen, Eric. Right. Are you ready? I am got born your pen? ready. And I your got piece my pen. Of paper? Okay. My phone number. Me being Catherine Laser. Right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> 321-223-0266. And if you I've would rather speak to my partner, Dan, who is well, an absolute sweetie. Well, you're sweetie. on the show. No, 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 just no, talk no. to you. All right, you don't want it. Well, okay. Dan, later. All right. If you want to
2: <laughs> give Dan's number again, that's fine. I'll give fine. Dan's you're
3: number because he's up in Cocoa and I'm in Melbourne. So you right, know, his what? number is 321-298-3400. And he's right. a sweetie.
2: All right, so if you're looking to uh, sell some property, buy or sell, mm-hmm. but you want to, you know, you want listings. I mean, that's the name of the game. So if you want to sell your property, call Kate.
3: There you go. Well, That's look,
1: right. you've been really, really uh, uh, exciting and interesting to talk with. I'm glad that you uh, joined us in the show today. I've been talking to you forever about coming on the show. That's and right. I, I, well, I made it here. today. Yeah, yes. This is a really, really neat, neat day for me, a very special day. And, uh, it's you been know a lot what the fun. funny thing is? What's that?
2: We could put have Kate on for a whole another show because we have only scratched the surface about oh, I stuff know. I wanted to
0: talk about. I, I, know. Can't, I know, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm already thinking about this. Yeah, uh, please come back. I
2: think I mean, I would we would love for you to come back. I would love um, to.
3: It's a there's date. a whole
2: bunch of stuff I know, but you know, we only have an hour rather than you know three yep. weeks. So
0: a date. Ooh, I hate to say this, but a compliment to you. You've been a player. The hour has just breezed away. So Aww, please come you. back. Please come back every week. I would love to. Yeah. Have <laughs> a would great to. <laughs> Consider it an open door I mean, to the studio. It's just these two guys. I would say, come on. Uh, right. I, why did I even right. show up today? I, I know. You're, and you're and much better on. looking than It's Dylan, not that I, so. bad.
2: <laughs> Jeremy's a wise guy. You still have a, you know, natural blonde hair. I have this gray. Natural gray. You, uh. I have gray. Yeah. Kind of. Jeremy still looks good. But Jeremy looks good. That's another story. Yeah. So.
3: His hair's yeah. still brown.
2: That's right.
0: Well, that's because he's not president of the symphony. That's yeah. Why. But in my stairwell, there's a picture of me that looks terrible. Yeah, you
1: well, look good. If we can, I'd like to talk um, just a little bit about Barbecue Friday. Oh yeah, let me tell you about that. This past Friday, it was it I, was fun.
2: It, this was kind of like a spur of the moment thing. You know, Colleen and I were talking and you saying, you know, we got this grill because we bought this grill for the um, open house that we had a few weeks ago. You know, it was kind of like a garage sale at the River House, and we were cooking out there. So we bought this barbecue grill, and Colleen's like why don't we go um, cook out over at the cafe? I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. So... Burger, she was preparing the burgers and stuff we had burgers and brats i had the barbecue out on the porch it was a beautiful day there was like a beautiful day i was, was here. here i was here how how was the food i liked it i had one of each yeah and then <laughs> one of our uh, cafe patrons I did, I did. she said that's one of the best hamburgers <clears throat> i've had in a long time she put some expletives in there i can't really yeah <laughs> you, you know, can't say, say that, that on you the can't air use that one but much. she was like no. really excited about it. and i think the thing she was excited about is that it's like real food you know, a lot of the restaurants nowadays, everything's like prepackaged, preprocessed. Real, honest hamburger, yeah. real food. Nothing was prepackaged, nothing processed. Right. It was all yeah. like real stuff. It was we're real stuff. a great time. So I think what we're going to do is try and make it like a new tradition. Like Friday is going to be barbecue day. I'm going to come out. I had my Symphony shirt on. You know, burn some meat. You know. So
1: am I to understand that this Friday is going to be barbecue Friday? Yeah, we're going to do it. Here at Maestro's
2: Cafe? Yeah, we're going to do it. I'm okay, firing up good. the grill. I'm going to try not to burn anything. I didn't burn anything Friday, but I've said on the air before. I have burned meat No, I
0: before. thought you did good. This show is going to live for a long time. By this Friday, we mean Friday the first of May. That's right. May 1st. In the 1st. year 2015.
2: That's right. That's right. So, although if it takes off, maybe every Friday will be a barbecue day. That sounds
1: exciting. What, else you, a got your, um, what else
2: you got in your uh, bag of trash?
1: Well, you beat me to the punch. We have a couple of concerts coming up. The Mother's Day concert, but it's not on Mother's Day. Right, it's the day before right? Mother's
2: Day. Pops? Mother's Day. Saturday, and May 9th. What, and what
1: is the name of the concert?
2: The Pops Bouquet. Pops Bouquet. Yes. Okay. That is been a huge concert the last i think it's like the third or fourth year we've done it What's well,
1: going to be huge again it's
0: the mother's day of all concerts
1: it is <laughs> yes the mother's day of all concerts. the mother's day of all concerts <laughs> I, <don't>, I just <laughs> came out of nowhere i don't cool. know like i that. may regret saying that but <laughs> no, it, it no, no, sounded no great it,
0: in my head it, before i said it it sounded really funny it's fantastic
1: and it is it's on the ninth. It it's a great concert yeah it's going to be on the 9th 7 p.m at the scott center in melbourne
2: yeah, it's right off of the piney it's Can't going to be great there's all sorts of little things. I think there's a limited number of flowers that we'll have for mothers as they come in. It's our gift to you.
1: Flowers for mothers, our Mother. gift to you. Exactly. How can you?
2: How can you not go? You can't, you can't go. And then what's the other right. huge concert? Earth have Odyssey up? in oh, conjunction
1: that, with NASA. That's going to be amazing. In association with NASA. That's going to be amazing. Yes.
2: Our listeners, they remember the concert last year. We did the planets. That's right. With um, images from NASA. This is um, Earth Odyssey. We're going to have images of Earth. We're going to be playing also Sprock Zarathustra by Richard Strauss. That's correct. On the 23rd and 24th. The 23rd is going to be at the Scott Center at 7 p.m. And the 24th will be at beautiful Vero Beach High School at 3 p.m. That's right. The High School for Performing Arts
1: Center. Right. So that'll be uh, something to see. Also, we have a, a new quiz.
0: What is this? What you is this? alluded
2: to that earlier, the quiz.
0: Ah, well, we're still working this out. The uh, uh, working title is the, Bill came up with this one. The Fizz Quiz. The Fizz Quiz. Friday Fizz Quiz. The Friday Fizz Quiz. And, yeah. and that, that that title may stick. Heather liked uh, it. Heather liked it. Aaron liked it. Uh, so, you know, majority goes. But if anybody has a spectacular title, that uh, might replace it. You know, we're open. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, win a few tickets if you come up with a better title than that. But working title for now, the Friday Fizz Quiz. Uh, we're actually going to post that on the Facebook pages on Fridays. The, the questions. The questions, okay. then you can like noodle test. over these over the course of the weekend. Okay. Uh, and then the following Wednesday, when we publish Maestros on Air, we'll talk about the questions and answers. By the way, I already know what this week's questions and answers are, but we won't get into them right now. It's okay. a uh, we'll, secret. We'll talk about them next week. And then okay. we'll also, uh, we, we talked about Encore, the bonus content right. site. Uh, we'll actually post the actual answers and some reference material mm-hmm. to Encore as part I of mean, that. And then
2: what's the winner... What's the winner gonna get? A couple of tickets. All right, so flex tickets. Right, two free t- flex tickets for sure. the winner.
1: Yeah, that means you can use them wherever you want. Right, you don't exactly. have to go to some specific concert.
2: Exactly, that's the beauty of the flex.
0: Well, tickets. And, and also if they're you know already a season holder, they have uh, they can give them to friends to come right. to the concert. Good right. point. Right. Good spread, point. Yep. Spread the wealth. Very nice. We may come done. up with better, uh, more extravagant prizes. That's uh, right. Maybe not quite to the level of a new car, right. but uh, right. we can do various things. It's going to be a lot
2: of fun. Quiz. You know, our, um, our listeners are very smart. So, they're very smart. So I'm sure we're going to have a lot of right answers. It's going to be really hard to pick a winner. Yeah, I they're, think.
1: they're not just very smart. They're top drawer.
0: Top drawer smart. That's exactly. right. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, before we let the entire hour get away from us, we did want to play one final clip from Carmen.
2: Okay. Well, that'll be great. That was a great concert. Sure. And, Kate, you would like this. There's actually a brass arrangement of it too by shedron we did the uh, arrangement by shedron for strings and percussion and aaron let me know there's a brass arrangement as well so maybe we'll play that someday
3: okay we need to get hold of that and play right. it i uh, want to play
2: right we'll uh, put that in so Yay. we're going to go to the um we're going to close with um carmen and it's been a great pleasure having our uh, special guest uh Laser. leisure thank you
1: well we're going to leave with the final cut of
2: carmen all right. From A piece Carmen, from Carmen, yes. That's, that's going to be great. Yeah. This has been Bill Trudeau.
0: And Eric Lee. I'm Jeremy Hickman. And our special guest.
3: Catherine Leja.
0: Reminding you, as always, we'll, we'll see you at the, the show. show. City Production.